everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where our little hiatus is over and we are better than ever. Back from a little vacation, totally refreshed, looking forward to spending my day here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. And who do I see behind the board? Well, frankly, I'm not used to seeing anybody behind the board because I haven't been here in a couple of weeks, but I'm going to blink really hard. I'm going to imagine that it's Yoni Pollock sitting across the desk. Good morning, Yoni. Good morning. It doesn't seem like there's many alternatives anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Though Avrami could, because he is magical. That's true. Yes. He could engineer me from 6,000 miles away. Right. And I have engineered myself. That's true. Bisha'at hatchak, shall we say. (laughs) In emergency situations, it is certainly not uh, my first choice. Right. um, For so many reasons. did a good job, though. Stop that! I don't now. think anyone would have noticed. Like, yeah, I yeah. Well, I think it's more like, wow, I didn't realize that you could actually do that and not, you know, blow up the network. Right, right. <laughs> That's a little bit something like that. But um, we've had a couple of weeks off. We had a couple of trips. We had a lot of craziness. You know, thank God all is good. And we uh, we resumed the live lunch last week, which was fun. We have our own little live lunch Michigas planned for eleven o'clock mm-hmm. this morning. Looking forward to that, of course. Um, but everything's good with you. Thank good. Yeah, everything's fun. Good you're time. you're enjoying the heat wave that is uh, New York in August. You know, Does it remind you of remind you of home. So I, I try to still avoid the subways, but if I could get into a car, that oh. nice hot steamy car, oh, that's okay. what reminds me of home. You know, subways I, are too much. The whole but thing like car, is too much. That's great stuff. I ran into somebody uh, this week, Dr. J. Rubin, and we were both in an air conditioned bagel store, and it was I don't know six forty five in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. He looks at me and he goes. I hate the heat. I'm like, I know. He goes, I don't care that it's air conditioned. It doesn't make me feel. I know somebody understands me. I know. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, um, you can still donate. For those of you who have not donated, I just want to serve as a reminder that our website is open 24 hours a day. You can go to fjbunity.org and you can help support the programming you have come to love and come to expect here at the Nahum Siegel Network. All donations are gratefully accepted. Again, that's fjbunity.org. If you like what you hear and you're enjoying what we're doing, then please do me a favor and donate. We want to make sure to keep going strong, 100%. Keep going strong. Uh, National holidays. Let's do the International Day of the World's Indigenous People. Yes, today is International Day of the World's Indigenous People. I should get a gold star just for pronouncing all of that properly. It's also Veep Day which I'm hoping has something to do with the Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Julia Louis-Dreyfus show Veep, of which many, many people are fans. Um, But this week, national holidays for this week, folks, National Scrabble Week starts today. I know people like me are super excited. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons doesn't happen anymore. Right, National Scrabble Week. Break out those tiles, folks. Break out those tiles. And ironically enough, it's also exercise with your child week. So it's a little bit, you know, doesn't really work. Are you supposed to leave the house? You're supposed to play, play Scrabble with your kids. Well, how about a little bit of both? It's also National Fraud Awareness Week, which is actually sponsored by the FCC. It's supposed to have to do with phone and mail fraud, but I guess these days we would just say, you know, that the BBC and CNN are are participating in uh, National Fraud Awareness Week. So for those of you who are keeping track at home of everything going on in Israel, our hearts, our thoughts, our minds are with our brethren in Israel. Stay safe, everyone. And folks, when you read a headline, obviously 
at this point in your lives, you should know, don't believe everything you read. But more than that, stand up for what you read that is wrong. Be defenders of Israel. You too, no matter where you are, no matter what you do, you can be part of the army that supports the state of Israel. Uh, in addition, it's also National Farmers Market Week. So if you're a big, per- if you're a person who loves great fresh vegetables and stuff like that, get outside while you're exercising with your kids. Pick up the <laughs> pick up the vegetables. Go home, play Scrabble, make some dinner. Let's quickly do a fortune cookie. Let's quickly do a fortune cookie and let's get to our guest. You know, the, the guest is very exciting, Yoni. And I I mean that wholeheartedly because I don't always get to interview teens and I certainly don't get to interview teens who do amazing things. Oh, this is ironic. My fortune today is think before sharing with others. Okay. Okay, which is good advice for me in general. Yes, yes it is. If Nahum was here, he'd be nodding in oh, the for sure. Yeah, he'd be nodding affirmatively. You're listening to li- to That's Life here at the Nahum Segal Network. My guest today is God's way of reminding us that heroes do not always wear capes and that children in their own right are a very powerful force. 13-year-old Ranan Lustman joins me from Uganda. Ranan does not live in Uganda. He's actually vacationing almost. He is on a mission in Uganda. He is a 13-year-old boy from Israel who's going to tell us a little bit more about himself in a minute. But for his bar mitzvah, instead of receiving gifts, another set of machzorim, I don't even know, Ranan decided that he was going to ask friends and family to donate to his organization of choice, Innovation Africa, and help turn the lights on, literally, help turn the lights on in a school in a remote rural area of Uganda for a thousand children where they are used to learning in the dark. Good morning, Ranan. Hello. How are <laughs> you? Might be the cutest interviewee I have had in a very long time. Hey, how's Uganda? It's great. Yeah. Is it super hot? Yeah. Not so hot. It's a little. It's medium. It's medium. Okay. Well, you spoken like a true Israeli who knows what heat is like in the summer. Ranan, where in Israel are you from? Sure, you're from Hashmoni Im, and your parents, uh, did you make Aliyah with your parents, or were you born in Israel? No, I, I made Aliyah with my parents. Great, and w- at what age did you got, did you make Aliyah? I just turned four. Wow, you just turned four. So you might be American by birth, but you're really Israeli at heart. Yeah, like, I don't really remember... So I, Don't, I go back in the summer, so I, I like, remember when I'm there. Got it. Okay, don't worry. You're not missing much here. Don't worry about it. But let's talk about your bar mitzvah. So are you, your, are, did you have your bar mitzvah yet, or is it approaching? No, I had it a week ago. So mazal tov to you. Thank you. And tell me how you came up with this idea or how you and your parents came up with this idea to partner with Innovation Africa. Well, my parents and I, we looked at a video of a, of a kid from Renana in, in Israel and we saw how, how great of an organization it is that Innovation Africa, like, 
helps tons of people in in Africa that don't have light, don't have water, because in all the other um, countries, based mostly they have clean water, electricity. So that's how we thought about it. But Ranan, I would imagine that as a typical 13-year-old boy, you probably wanted to get some presents for your bar mitzvah, right? Like, how did you decide to turn to everyone and say, hold your gifts, don't give me anything, help me support this instead? Well, because I have a lot of things that I collect, so I don't really need so many things, so I'll just give it up. Wow, that's <laughs> you. Uh, it's 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 amazing that you're just mentioning it as it was easy for you. But frankly, you know that's that's part of the amazing things that you thought that that was easy. Most teenage kids, you know, they want presents. So it's not only did you do a great thing with Innovation Africa, but you also, you know, you're looking at all the stuff you already have and saying, you know, I am. I am blessed. I have a lot of things. So that's that's really great. Ranan Lustman joins us. He is from Hashmona in Israel, but he is speaking to us presently in Uganda. Tell me how much money you raised for Innovation Africa. About $23,000. Wow, $23,000. Right. That is a lot of money, Ranan. Okay. But only uh, they needed 18 to get the solo, the solo uh, things that you put over the roof. So, so, so all the the rest five. So they gave. Um, so we don't. We also donated it to the school. So we gave math notebooks, um, regular notebooks that you write notes, uh, pencils, pens. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. So it was eighteen thousand dollars to to fund these solar panels that are now on the roof of this school, and then the extra five thousand dollars that you raised were for school supplies. Correct. And you were there when they installed the solar panels. Yeah, uh, actually, I helped them put it up. Really? Tell me about that. So, um, all the kids in the school, they're like, I never saw this. They're like thinking to stuff. I never saw this. So, I actually never put up any solo panels. So, I was actually very surprised that they let me do it. So, everyone was, so, there was a ladder and, like, they had seven solo panels on the floor. There was only two that went on the roof. Like, all the rest went on, like, different classrooms and one um, on the, the teacher's house, that house. And so I helped, so I put it up, and my parents, I was standing on the ladder, my parents and my siblings, they were putting it they were giving it to me, and then I gave it to the people that put it on the roof. So you all went as a family. I thought you just went with your parents. You went with your siblings, too? 
Yes. Wow. So how many how many siblings do you have? Two. And two, girls. two and are you the oldest? No, I'm the youngest actually. You're the youngest. Wow. Talk about the power of being the youngest run on. There's nothing you can't do, right? <laughs> uh actually, yeah. Um but uh there's I don't get like most kids that are the youngest, they're usually uh they're basically what they want, but I'm I don't really need so many things, so that's Regular. Wow. Pretty. Maybe and, when I was younger. Right. Well, maybe when you were younger, but you sound like a very mature 13-year-old boy. What did your friend say about your project? They said they think it was very a mitzvah that I was doing this because mostly other kids, they just like, I want presents. <laughs> And and do you, Ranan, do you appreciate the Kiddush Hashem that you have done um, by being this Israeli kid, this Jewish kid who is now changing the lives of a thousand children and, and countless other people by, by doing what you did? Yes. Actually, because, uh, I, because when you look at the world, like, a lot of kids, um, they don't, like, some people, they don't have so many things to wear. Because a lot of kids at the school, basically all of them, they don't have shoes. They walk barefoot. So I appreciate my, my how I live with proper shoes and everything. So it's good to look at, like, how people no. A hundred percent. Ranan, tell me um, about meeting the children. I was able to see a lot of pictures on your mom's Facebook page of that welcome that you got, and it looked like a major celebration. So tell me what it was like for you. So I was, like, really, like, so, uh, so excited to meet everybody. Like, I was just, like, not expecting what they did. It was such a warm welcome. Everyone was just, I don't know how to say it in the world. They were really, like, welcome, like, very nice and welcoming. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. It looked quite beautiful. And even so many thousands of miles away and not having met you, I can tell you that I was very touched. And the and other people I know who had seen the pictures were very, very touched and moved by just the smiles on their faces and on your face as well. Right. So, yeah. And when do you head back to Israel? Ranan, when do you guys head back to Israel? I head back to Israel. Well, we're actually going to Greece. Oh, <laughs> you're not turning on the lights in the school in Greece, also, are you? No, we're just uh, we're just uh, having a vacation. I I think so Wednesday and 
and then we head back to Israel. Beautiful. I think you've earned this vacation, that's for sure. Ranan Lustman, you are an absolute, absolute hero in my eyes, and I think you have done incredible work. I would love to speak for a moment to either your mom or your dad. I know you guys are traveling in a car for a while. So I say mazal tov to you on your bar mitzvah and kol hakavod for this incredible work. Would you mind passing the phone to either your mom or your dad? You decide. Yes, just a minute. My mom. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Tamar Parnas Lustman joins us. She is Ranan's very, very proud mom. I am sure she is also in this car traveling in Uganda. Tamar, how are you? Hi, Miriam. We're great. So great to speak to you. No, totally my pleasure. There has to be a tremendous amount of pride in Ranan's work, I'm sure. But at some point or another, did you and your husband look at each other and say, really, is, is this our kid? Um, I mean, we're so proud of Ranan. He's so selfless. And, you know, when we talked about this kind of opportunity to be able to give give to thousands of kids who just don't even have the basic necessities in life, like like you just heard from Renan, he was just on board immediately. Um, he he got it right away and really understood that that he doesn't like he described. He doesn't need more things um, to make him happy, and if he can if he can give other people the opportunities uh, to help, like uh, over 170 different donors helped make this possible, and they were extremely generous. And so through Renan, uh, to give so many people the opportunity to help uh, a community of, of a thousand students change their lives, to have a brighter future for themselves, to be able to do better on their exams, to go on to better high schools, further their education. Um, you know, right away, Renan was on board and excited about the opportunity. It's really, it's really quite remarkable when you think about the impact that you and your son and your family are now making on the lives of so many people. It's really quite remarkable. We only have a, a few minutes left, and I can only imagine that uh, I'm, I'm banking on a lot of luck that this call is going to stay, the clarity of this line is going to stay as clear as it is while you're driving in Uganda. But I just I just want to take for a, a moment for a second to talk about the, the power of of Olim and the impact that Olim are are making in Israel and you and your husband and your family, you are, you are proud success stories of Aliyah and to see it go to the, to the next generation. It's one thing for parents to contribute. It's another thing for the kids to contribute as well. Are you still there? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I heard that. I just lost you for one second there. No, that's fine. I don't know if you heard my 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 comment about Aliyah. Is that no? You- I just I just couldn't. Yeah, I heard your comment. I didn't know if there was a question on the end of it. I mean, yeah, definitely. We we uh, we're so lucky and fortunate to be living in Israel, and the culture in Israel uh, is one where people are so helpful, want to give back. They're amazing organizations in Israel, and. Uh, you know, we, we try to be involved in as many as we can, um, and we're so glad that our children are involved in a lot of organizations. We have one 
Juan Donner, who's been volunteering at Shalva, which is an amazing organization for the last few years. We're, uh, you know, we definitely have done hunting projects with Leket and Pantry Packers and uh, Kolal Chabad, and, and, and you name it, it's, it's endless. And I think there's a culture, uh, as I'm sure it is in America as well. I mean, we've been in Israel now for nine years raising our children, and there's a, just a culture of, of helping. Um, and so we, we're, so, uh, we're so proud of, of Renan and our other children who want to get on board with with uh, helping others, whether it's within Israel or, or taking, like, the Israeli technology like we've, as we've done with Innovation Africa and bringing it as, uh, you know, an Orla Goyim to try to help others around the world as well. I mean, well, I... I, I... I, I just want to comment, and with this we're going to have to close, I just want to comment that education begins at home. And while you're very, very right to give all these donors and your son a tremendous amount of credit for the success of this project, and I'm sure that people at Innovation Africa probably thought you were crazy when you had a 13-year-old boy who was like, yeah, I'm totally in. But education begins at home. And if your kids were not being raised in a household by you and your husband, where this was the norm, this is what we do, we give, we consider others, then this couldn't have happened. So call a vote to you and to Jeremy. Thank you so much, Miriam. Really, we, we appreciate that. And, uh, we, we hope that we have more opportunities to come back to Uganda. It's an amazing country. The, we've fallen in love with, with the children, the, the parents, the mothers just couldn't stop hugging us. And uh, the opportunity to, to be a Kiddush Hashem and, and bring uh, a good name for Israel here was very important to us. And, uh, you know, we're really just so glad to have had this amazing opportunity this week. No, it's, and thank you for sharing the opportunity with us. My best to everyone in the car. Thank you. Thanks, Miriam. Great to speak to you. A pleasure. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. What an incredible, incredible story. It really makes you wonder what you're doing with your time and, frankly, with the cash in your pocket when you have a 13-year-old boy who successfully raises $23,000 and turns on the light in a school in Uganda. It's really quite amazing. Um, Right after the conclusion of this program, the live lunch starts at 11 a.m. and goes until 1 o'clock. And then, of course, at 1 o'clock, Throwback Thursday with an encore of JM in the AM. JM Rewind is at 4 p.m. That's an encore as well. And, of course, the Arab Shabbos Show, hosted by Mark Zamek, 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts JM in the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And at the conclusion of JM in the AM, join Naomi for Table for Two. Stay tuned as you enjoy the Arab Shabbos Show again. That starts tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., hosted by Mark Zamek. Thank you to Kedem. And then at the conclusion of that program... The Arab Shabbos Music Mix brings you up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Again, thank you to Kedem. I'm Rami, host Saturday Night Seagull this Motzei Shabbos, or Motzei Shabbat, as we should say, as he uh, does not say Motzei Shabbos anymore. Motzei Shabbat and Matzah's host JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, Sunday morning. Uh, I'm leaving you today with Nochi Krohn's Marabu. That's off the Ananim album. It's a, it's a good few years older, but you can't hear a story like this about a 13-year-old boy or hear more about Israeli innovation like, they, like they've designed and, and developed and innovated with at 
at uh, Innovation Africa and not turn to the sky and say, Ma Rabu Ma'asecha Hashem. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Ah uh-huh.